Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Be The Man podcast. I hope everybody out there is doing well. Um, my name is Eli Tilly, and today uh, we have a guest who's appeared on this podcast before. If you're on YouTube, on the camera, you can already see. Uh, but today we have Pastor Adam Geis. Uh, again, you guys have heard Adam before on this podcast. We uh, talked about integrity, talked about intentionality and as a man and uh, rejecting pass- passivity. So uh, welcome, Pastor Geis. How's it going, sir? I'm good. I haven't heard Pastor Geis a whole lot, so that's good. Eli. I appreciate that. It makes me feel a little bit older. Uh, but no, it's, it's great to be on here, and I'm looking forward to sharing a little bit about uh, purpose today. Yeah, we're, we're going to look at uh, a couple passages in Scripture talking specifically about being purposeful in your marriage. So Pastor Stacy kind of went through it. We went through a little series um, in the, this podcast about uh, out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, what the ways of love and what it means to love. And, you know, it's about love is patient, love is kind. And one of the things we really dove into in a word that you and I talk about a lot is intentionality. And I want to kind of dive into that today and talking about being intentional in our purpose as a man, intentional in our purpose as a, as a husband, um, as a pastor for both of us in our cases, in ministry and in life. Um, and yeah, so I, I definitely kind of, I see you, Adam, as somebody who is intentional, somebody who's purposeful and somebody who is, uh, who likes to go out and achieve things for, for the work of the Lord and for ministry and your family. So if you, you know, wanted to speak to that a little bit before we kind of get into the meat of this, what kind of, what kind of words come to your mind when you think of purpose or intentionality? Well, one of the things Eli I think about is, um, uh, is I've been journaling through the book of Genesis right now. Our small groups are going through Genesis, and so it's been great just to see uh, what all it was that God put uh, Adam in the garden to do, uh, and then, of course brought Eve along as well. And uh, one of the things I thought about that I noticed this week was that work was given to Adam before the fall, before mm-hmm. he sinned, Adam and he sinned. And so we think a lot of times, oh, now that you have sinned, now you got to work and till the ground and, and do all these things. But God gave Adam a work to do, okay? And so he gave him a purpose and a plan. He was to name the animals, and he was to, to have dominion over them. He was to, to be there and, and eventually take care of his wife and, uh, and watch over her, protect her, which he did not do. He felt in that area right. um, at the fall. But, uh, but there, was, there was work to be done, right? And so um, I've always tried to work hard no matter what I do. I really try to be uh, a hard worker, but... More than that, just have purpose and meaning in whatever I do. An example is I love to coach, and so just right when we get done with this podcast, I'll go coach some basketball at a local school, and I enjoy it. I love it. But it's not just uh, the work that I'm doing, but it's the influence that I get to have while I have purpose. And so I think purpose is so important not only for you as a husband, as a dad, but a purpose is important for your spouse and for your uh, your wife. So uh, one of the verses that I think today we'll really dive into is from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And so this is a great reminder that we are God's workmanship, that he uh, has a plan and a purpose for our life, and that we are to fulfill that uh, purpose and that plan. And so that starts with us in our home, that starts in the ministry God has for us. It starts in our careers and the things that God has put on our hearts to do. Uh, and He desires that same kind of purpose, not just for us as men, but for the people under our influence, especially our spouse as well. 
And I, th- I think one of the things that I want to kind of, I've kind of been on my mind with this podcast that I want to start doing for the guys out there is kind of give them a charge, you know, a challenge, some sort of a word of, of, of encouragement in their lives. Because I think uh, one of the things we, we Pastor Stacy and I discussed in a couple episodes ago was about how uh, the nature of men today is to not be leaders. There's a, we actually talked about it, about um, being passive. There's a lot of passive leaders out there. There's a lot of men who are feeling like they have lack of purpose and aren't really pursuing the things that God's have them, uh, having them to do in whatever aspect of their life. So th- I think there's a, a good challenge in that, specifically created in Christ Jesus for good works. And, uh, you know, a lot of people get tripped up in that. It's like, you know, we're not saved by good works. We're saved by grace through faith. But there is power in our works. There's power in the things that we do. So for somebody who has, you've been in ministry, we just talked about this morning, almost 20 years. I don't want to you know, throw your age out there, but you've been for almost 20 years. So that's pretty cool. What kind of, I mean, obviously you do it for the Lord. You serve the Lord, serve the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. I want to talk about that strength part of it. What about our work and, and the purpose we have in our lives? What it, what's so important about that? And how does our work, you know, created in Christ Jesus for good works, what's important about that to you, at least? I think it's, uh, you know, others are counting on you. You know, work is so important because other people are counting on you. You know, you as another staff member uh, just brought on full-time. I'm excited about that, Eli. Oh, yeah. Uh, welcome officially. <laughs> um, it's exci- exciting to, oh, yes. to know that two of my students and my third one, hopefully, uh, through, the, through the years, will be in the youth ministry. But, uh, yes, yeah, that other people are counting on you. Yeah. Other people are uh, anticipating um, you showing up in their lives and— um, being productive in their lives. And so part of that is waking up every day and saying, Lord, I have a purpose. I have a plan. Um, and and really, it's your plan. What is it that you want me to do today? And so uh, he reminds us that he is our strength in the midst of whatever he's called us to, but other people will benefit from the, from the purpose that God has given us. And my hope is that people would see my life and say, you know what? Hey, Adam has purpose. He has meaning. Uh, I want to have the same purpose and meaning in life. And I believe... It's our job also to help see the vision and purpose come to pass in other people's life, mm. not just our own. Uh, and one of that I mentioned to you earlier was before we started this was, you know, my wife has purpose and meaning. And when I first proposed to her, and you know, this is very new to you oh, because yeah. uh, you did this recently um, and about to get married, but really where Sherry and I were uh, many years ago. But uh, her dad asked, hey, how do I know that she's going to finish um, nursing school? Yeah. How am I going to know that she's going to continue her career in nursing? And how are you going to help make this vision come to pass? Right. And so as a man, I was like, man, I really, and as a husband, man, I want to make sure that she has purpose and meaning. And so whatever um, God's put on her heart, created in Christ Jesus beforehand to do in ministry or in her career, I want to push her along. I want to help elevate her to a place to fulfill God's purpose and meaning for her life and not just my own. And so it, it's a lot... Um, it's a lot broader than just our ministry or, or our purpose, but it's how can we help her accomplish what it is that God's called her to. So in the in the Be the Man context, obviously this this podcast is largely a marriage podcast. You know, uh, Pastor Stacy's original vision for this. I mean, we've kind of gone in a lot of different directions of of being the dad, being the father, being the mentor, the leader. Um, but the original intent is is being the the husband God's called us to be. Ephesians chapter five, you know, loving our spouse as Christ loved the church. It's our original job description. So in that context, kind of supporting our spouses in their visions and dreams is is that I mean that's kind of what you're saying in that context of like 
you know, if she's got a dream, she's got a vision, she's got a purpose, and we have to walk alongside her and help her, you know, accomplish that and develop her purpose, develop her passions. And, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because uh, where you were talking about with Sherry, because I'm in that similar boat when I asked, and Rob was on the podcast last week, if you're out there, my future father-in-law, hello, uh, it was a fun podcast with you last week. But uh, we talked about how whenever I first asked him if I could marry Hope, you know, he kind of talked about, you know, making sure I'm going to walk alongside Hope. She's going to finish school. She's going to, you know, pursue her career, that kind of thing. And am I going to be there to help her do that? And, you know, I think a lot of times what we, we've actually talked about this, a lot of times men in their lives get so narrow minded on what they need to do and what, what we need to focus on and the way we need to go in our dreams, our visions, our goals and et cetera, that we kind of put what our spouses need on the wayside. You know, it's like, what, what does, what does she need? She needs us in their lives to kind of foster and cultivate this relationship and this passion that they have. And if we're so focused on what we're doing, then, you know, we're kind of losing the purpose. We're, we're, we're missing, we're, you know, you're never going to bat a thousand, but we're going to miss the purpose in that. So that's good. I got a quick example of that to share with you. Um, well, I was doing a Turkey trot with Sherry uh, a few years back and, downtown Harrisonville and I had my the app on my phone just of, of the map of the course and uh, we had our turkey hats on everything else and it was her my daughter my oldest daughter and Sherry and so we were running this race and we started the first half mile and we're running and before long she's like Adam just go on ahead yeah I'm gonna run with Aaliyah and uh, we know you want to go out and go a little bit faster. I'm like, not really, but I'll, I'll, I'll step out. I know where I'm going. Are y'all good? You know where you're going? Right. Oh, yeah, we know where we're going. And, uh, and so I run the race. Uh, I do walk a couple times. Um, sorry if I have any former cross-country runners that <laughs> hear that your former coach walked, but I'm getting older. Um, you but I fin- do Yeah, I finish the race, and, uh, and I go back to cheer them on. Like, I'm going back, and I'm going to cheer them on. And I look at my watch, and I'm like, man, it's been 30 minutes. It's been 35 minutes. Oh, no. It's been 40 minutes. I'm like, I know what these two can run a 5K. Um, and it's, I'm like, where are they at? And so finally it's like 45 minutes later. Um, I look. The whole finish shoot is it's tore down. And here they come. Uh, they're still jogging, but they're jogging up. And I'm like, what happened? And they said, we got lost. Nice. Oh, they yeah. said, <laughs> we, took the wrong, uh, oh, no. we took the wrong direction. There was a sign that we did not see and a couple of uh, firefighters sent us in the wrong direction. Nice. And they were going up to Laurel Park kind of toward uh, Jump Off Rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um, and yeah, they got lost. And so right then I was quickly, quickly reminded that I got to make sure that in the pursuit of my purpose, I cannot run off and leave them. Ooh, wow. That I've got to know where they're at and I've got to support them. That's good. And, I, and sometimes as men, we kind of go off and do our thing. We, we, we go off to our job or we go off to our hunting trip or we, our golf trip or these things that we enjoy doing. And we fail to say, well, what is it that they get to do or they enjoy doing? What is it that you got the job that God's asked them to do? Are we willing to support them? Or do we just run off and expect them to follow us, wow. but yet we don't follow them in their dream? And so as men, we've got to be mutually respectful in that. We help follow that dream and vision for them, just like they're following ours. Wow. You know, that's really good. I, I think about priorities too, and that kind of leads me into sort of my next thought was, you know, one of the biggest things that's been in my life that's been sewed into me by a lot of men like you and Pastor Stacy and Johnny and even Rob. You know, my dad. Like, have you? What are your priorities? Are your priorities straight? And a lot of times, you can catch yourself. I, you know, I know I can as a man. I'm like. Well, my priorities are definitely 
my relationship with Christ and then my relationship with hope and then my ministry. But sometimes it feels like, what is, what is my goal? Is my goal selfish? Is it sort of conceited? Am I looking after what I want to do first before, you know, even before what Christ wants and or what before what hope wants out of us? And, you know, I, I, that's a really neat analogy, you know, to think about how if you're going in your own direction and you're leaving them behind, you're really accomplishing nothing because you're only narrow-minded. You're accomplishing what you want. And I think that's that's a really cool tool for the Be The Man principle. You know, we kind of, we talk a lot about, about a lot of different topics on this podcast. And I think it's kind of refreshing to have, you know, to, to talk about this sort of topic and to kind of overview things. And, and even Johnny and I were talking about this, like, well, what is really the aim of this ministry, you know, because this podcast is a ministry, and I think it boils down to supporting your spouse and their purpose, and going beyond what your purpose is and what your specific purpose right. is, but also coming alongside her and helping her foster that and cultivate that ground. And it's about dreaming, you know. Uh, you told me uh, you could share this with them if you want. You told me about how you and Sherry kind of have dream dates. You know, you guys just go out and talk about like what you want out of your life and what you look forward to in the future. And whenever you told me about that, you guys were out doing something, and I was like, I'm going to try that. You know, I'm going to go. And Hope and I went, you know, we were in the car just kind of talking about, you know, what what we want out of our lives, where we want to go in life, what sort of dreams we have. And, man, even if they're, you know, way outside of what we can even accomplish, it really shows that, one, she supports me, but I think it shows to her that I'm supporting her. And no matter what dreams she has, I'm going to I'm gonna encourage her and, and, and kind of help her along the way. Yeah, I I've experienced this recently uh, over the last few years because Sherry's been a nurse uh, really all of her life. Yeah. You know, she, her grandmother was a nurse and uh, her mom and dad were in the healthcare profession. And so she's always done that. She got her degree. She worked at the hospital for years uh, and then worked for a private practice and then nice. uh, now doing some stuff here at the church through our academy. Um, but God has kind of changed her passion to uh, to this business that she, she got a part of as a, as a, a part of uh post-COVID, if you will. And so just started out as a hobby, but then became a passion. And so I just kind of listened in, leaned in a little bit. I was a little skeptical at first because like, man, I have no clue where this is going to go. Right. But it's something she wanted to do. Right. And so she kind of had this vision board and she literally had this vision board of what she'd want to accomplish in a couple of years. And I'm like, all right, it looks like I'm going to be cooking a lot more in the kitchen because <laughs> uh, it involves that, you know, uh, in the kitchen. And so um, I just said, you know what, I'm going to jump all in. If you're in, I'm in with That's you. That's cool. And uh, I know the last couple of years, um, she's earned some some awesome trips, nice. uh, going to Dominican in April. So I'm excited for that. But just an awesome um, opportunity. But it's really something that we never thought was possible. Um, and, and even something like a trip like that that we could never afford. But it was like, hey, man, I'm supporting you, not just because of that, but because you feel satisfied in it. And now she's developing other leaders and, and she's able to leverage that influence wow. in her business in order for spiritual, um, just really spiritual growth. And so I, I've just enjoyed getting to know that part of her purpose and her, her plans. And, um, and, and like I said, I've kind of leaned into it instead of questioning it or doubting it and just really immersed ourselves as a family. And even our kids are kind of all in. They jump on the videos. I, I, do, cool. I do lives with her. Sometimes I need to get back into it. I don't do it as often. Uh, been pretty busy lately, but no excuse. Um, but yeah, it's, it's people like, man, you, I saw you did a, a live in the kitchen with your wife. I was like, That's neat. yeah, it's great. You know, we're cooking a meal together and uh, love her being around the dinner table. But it started with just her idea of 
hey, I want to pursue something else. Are you willing to go with me? Right. And once again, not like the race, but uh, in this situation, hey, I'm going to go with you and let me hear from you. And I want to make sure to help navigate wow. it with you uh, and support you the best way that I can. Yeah. And, and one of the things, you know, that has been, and, and I don't know, just recently too, for me was it kind of has adopted to a life principle for me was whenever you guys had interviewed me for this staff position, it, it was cool. Cause hope talked about how they interviewed her too. You know, she was part of that process. And I told a buddy of mine, uh, from, you know, college buddy. And he's like, well, why did they, why did they interview you both? You know, normally for a job, it's just, you get the interview. And I was kind of explaining to him how we're going into ministry together. And one of the things that kind of struck me was that no matter if you, you know, if she's part of that interview process or whatever, in any job, any realm, whether it's ministry, not ministry, landscaping, mechanic work, you know, pampered chef, that kind of thing, anything, you're going alongside with your spouse and, you know, you guys are in a team together and even hope, you know, she's going into communication. I don't foresee me getting interviewed with her alongside whatever job she has, but knowing that she has my support and that I'm going to be doing that with her, like I'm always going to be, you know, recently I just helped her with a final project, you know, like what can I do to help you? How can I help you print out something? Can I help you cut, glue something on a trifold, whatever, you know, supporting her in that. And even though she's not, I'm not getting that job too. I'm not in that class with her. She's not, you know, a student pastor. She is going to be my wife and supporting each other in that. It's been like a, a super interesting and, and overall broad life lesson that I've learned of like, we're, we're partners in everything, you know? And I guess that's the reality of marriage. And we've, that's what we've been talking about and be the man, but it kind of came to a physical fruition for me. Cause I'm like, this person is going to be what I do, who I do everything with, who's going to be my partner for everything. And if I neglect that, then I'm really neglecting my relationship. I'm not neglecting just her passion, her purposes, but I'm putting my relationship to the wayside. And, you know, you've been, you've done premarital counseling and stuff like that for before too. One of the things Pastor Stacy said that one of the most common things that he sees that, that destroys marriages and, you know, kind of puts marriages on a halt is there's ambivalence, but there's also if you guys don't align with your passions. And if you guys are on two completely different planes, going two completely different directions, and you might live in the same house, you might be in the same family together, but you're really not on the same page. Do you think that, is that kind of one of those things that you've seen in your experience um, with talking to couples? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think we get we get such in a hurry yeah. to do things our way, and this is our career, this is our job, this is their career, this is their job, and we're ships passing in the night. Right. You know, wow. like hey, how you doing? Uh, it's funny because I actually asked Sherry's parents about this because they were both respiratory therapists at the hospital. And one would work a daytime shift and one would work a nighttime shift. They're literally passing each other. Literally passing each other, but yet they would still have three or four days off together. But they could always be there for their kids, so it worked for them. But I think, man, many times in our life, then we just pass each other, you know. And you got to be very intentional to, like I said, to lean into those situations. And and I'll say this because I know that not – there are definitely seasons in life. There was a season of seven, eight years where Sherry – uh, only work one day a week. And so she was at home predominantly, whereas I was here at the church or ministry. She wasn't able to come on all the youth trips. I'm just giving you a little foreshadow, Eli, so <laughs> in the future. But, you know, as we started having yep. kids, she couldn't go on the trips anymore, and she wanted to be there. Right. She couldn't successfully lead it necessarily a small group like she used to could because now she, we got new, uh, a newborn. And so seasons change, yeah. but even with that, she went work one day a week. And so for her, that outlet to go work and continue her her job, her career, was important. So I 
took Thursdays off. Thursdays were my day off at the, at the time, and I'd go home and take care of the kids that day. And so in that season of life, it wasn't that her job at, at home was less important. Right. And I need to support her in that. And so if you're watching guys, if you guys are watching and your wife stays at home with the kids and just know that her job is just as important as yours. And so um, it, it goes hand in hand. Right. So when you come home from work, be willing to take the kids and, and allow her to, to do something, whether it's go get her nails done or just walk outside right. or go to the gym or whatever. Um, but I think part of that is give and take. And so, um, but there are seasons. So now's a season where we both can work. Both of our, all three of our kids are in school. Um, but there are seasons where, where that changes right. or life situations happen, whether it's an injury or an unexpected tragedy or something happened. And so you've got to be willing to support each other, even during the times that you can't um, necessarily pursue the purpose that you truly are feeling called to because of, of, of the time that you're in in the season. So That's good. And one of the, one of the things I'll, I'll finish up with is, you know, there's a lot of different realms and types of podcasts. And, and one of the, the, like we do Trinity truth. I do the devotion, um, pretty regularly and we, uh, have, that's more of an informational expositional kind of thing. There's other podcasts and media out there that's encouraging and challenging. And I kind of want this one to be at least for this episode today. Um, and if you can provide something to this nature of kind of sanity or some respite, some sort of, um, nurturing and saying everything is, you know, it's, it's all good. You guys, it's, it's calmed down a little bit. Everything's going to be okay. Sanity, a little bit of that kind of nature with things. And it's some encouragement in life, because I think, uh, in a season of a lot of different people that I've talked to, a common theme for people is that we're just busy people. You know, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, you know, I've talked to couples before and they're like, yeah, we're, we're going to pick up the kids and then we're going uh, out to the ball game for the other kid. And then I'm gonna go pick them up for this, you know, dinner thing or this church event. And there's a lot of things that are going on. And even me, I'm, you know, me and Hope are just engaged and I'm like, I got to go to school and then go to work. And then I'm going to go do catch this ball game and then we'll come do this, you know, kind of splitting up roles and doing different things. So what kind of encouragement or some some sort of life sanity do you think you can have or give to the folks out there, give to the men out there who are kind of in this busy season of life? And even if they're not chasing purpose, they're trying to just chase the next dollar or something, you know? Yes, I would say I'm living this, yeah. what you just said right there prophetically. That's, I'm, li- I'm, out, I'm living it right now. Uh, but no, you got to find Sabbath. Um, you got to find good. a place of, of rest. Um, I literally, uh, two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, all three of the, the messages that I was sharing, I was preaching on a Sunday, uh, the, the men's Bible study on a Wednesday, uh, and then my personal time in my, in my D group through the book of Genesis, all three of those studies talked about having rest or Sabbath mm. in, in a busy world, in a, in a weary world, if wow. you will. And so um, the Lord really made it very clear, hey, Adam, make sure... Make sure that this that that you're on the Sabbath, that you are finding moments of rest, rhythms of rest, and mm. so uh, it may look different for every person. But if you can't find a full day, doesn't mean not to take three hours or five hours. Or um, you know, for me, sometimes it's it's a few days off, uh, whether it's me going hunting or with my son or Sherry oh, yeah. and I taking a few days, whatever. But just finding a, a place of Sabbath. Um, doesn't mean to spend a lot of money. It just means find a place to rest. And so for me, it could be walking around my house on my trail or, um, you know, even I have sat in the parking lot at Ingalls uh, before going in there and buying my wife a coffee because that's how I speak her love language. <laughs> Literally is going to buy her coffee. That's how I speak her love, love language. It. But um, it's to just read a, a word there in the parking Good. lot for 30 minutes 
where I know no one's going to bug me. They're going in to get their groceries. I'm not going in to get mine. I'm just going to get coffee, yeah. but I'm going to take the time for 30 minutes. And yeah. so to find a Sabbath for me, many times it's Friday. I try to honor Friday as a Sabbath because mm. for staff, Sunday is the busiest day of the it's week, true. Uh, no doubt. And most Sundays I'm not done till six or seven in the evening of something right. church-related. And so finding finding a Sabbath, um, and often I, I, I invite Sherry to be a part of that Sabbath. So it's going to breakfast on a Friday or... Um, you know, just spending some time, uh, maybe staying up late and watching a show that evening when the kids are in bed, whatever, just finding a place. And so this, the sanity comes when you find, first of all, that there's purpose in um, uh, purpose in resting, not just resting, oh, I need to sleep five more hours. That's not. All right. right. Maybe you need five more hours of sleep, but it may just find a place where you're, you're stress-free yeah. and you're just really allowing God to speak to you. And so... Um, I think that's really, uh, really important to continue to have that rhythm in the same way that I encourage you guys as staff to have rhythm and communication and yes. investment. I was you've about got, to say that. That's you've good. got to have a rhythm yeah. with, with, with Sabbath and rest. And so make that a part of it. And I promise you, when you do that and you rest well, you can come back and, and do some incredible God. And I'll, and I'll share this with you, you know, Hush, um, is I shared this last Sunday, is that Jesus... We see this on the cross, but we also saw this with Genesis and creation. Six days he worked, right? He did the work, his purpose, his meaning and plan. And then yep. it says at the end of the sixth day, he completed his work. Yeah. So he worked, he finished, and then he rested. Yeah, that's good. So Jesus, he, put, he did the work, right, on the cross. He went there, he took our pain and our beating, and, and, and really... Uh, by his stripes, we are healed, right? Yeah, and so he took that, he he did that work, right? He completed, he said, it is finished. And now we know he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Like it's complete, he's right. resting. It's good. And we can enter into that rest. And as soon yeah. as we can enter that rest spiritually, physically, emotionally, mm. right? Uh, when we can enter into that and find ourselves there, man, we're in the most... Um, I believe contentment really settles in, and we're really satisfied in what God has has for us in that season. That's so good. I, I was just in—I uh, just finished Hebrews in my studying, and Hebrews chapter four talks about entering into His rest. And you know, I, that's if I could encourage you guys and piggyback off exactly what you were saying. You know, I, I try to practice this, and in the busyness of life, I mean, just confessing. I, sometimes it's hard to do that. But taking that intentional, purposeful time to just rest and not just, you know, like you said, not just go to sleep because, I mean, I, I could take a nap anytime. You know, it seems like I could, you know, sleep in all the time. But it's not it's not about actually sleeping or going. It's it's actually taking intentional time to enter into God's rest, like it talks about in Hebrews chapter 4, of actually taking that intentional time to open up the Word, get into the Word. And I didn't realize until, I don't know, a year or two, maybe two or three years ago, how impactful it was to actually have a rhythm of resting in God's word. And I was, that sounds like a metaphor or a simile kind of a thing, but it really is a legitimate sort of thing. When I wake up, we wake up in the word. I wake up and flip to where I'm studying. Like, you know, I just finished Hebrews and I'm probably going to start going through Romans. It's like taking that time when I wake up in the morning and studying it, entering into God's rest. I never realized how actually impactful that was and how life-changing that really is. You know, I feel like I am, uh, you know, following after God. I feel like His favors upon me. I feel like I can go out in power, you know, and that kind of a thing. And you can't really do that if you're got your head buried in the sand and never opening up the Word and just going 100 miles an hour. 
you know, even in the name of ministry, you know, I, I think it was, you told me don't sacrifice your marriage on the altar of ministry. And I really, you know, I, I've took that to heart and I think we could all take that to heart of find time to rest in God's word, find time to dream with your spouse, find time to take that intentional move and that intentional time of rest and encouragement in your relationship and in the Lord's, uh, and in the Lord's and the Holy Spirit's leadership. So thank you, Adam. I appreciate you being on this, Pastor Geis, for being on this podcast. You got any closing thoughts or words for the guys out there? I'd just say, I've probably shared this before. I don't know if the last podcast, but I'm sure you've heard me say it before. But in Mark, Jesus said that it was early in the morning, and he got back. He was ministering. I mean, they, I think it was the time when they lowered the friend yep. through the roof, and uh, he continued to minister all through the late into the evening. Right. And he got up early the next morning. He got up, and uh, he said he went off to isolated place to pray. And, uh, and I'll never forget this. It says that Peter and John came up, and um, there might have been one other disciple. I don't know Peter and John were there. And he came up, and they said this, everyone is looking for you. Wow. And, yeah. it, and he didn't say, well, stop. i got to rest a little bit more. i got to continue to pray into my Father. He said, okay. He said, well, we're about to go to this next town. Like wow. He's like, hey, let's go. I'm ready to go. And so if you're ever going to pour yourself out in ministry, in your marriage, at your job, your career— Make sure that you're prayed up. Make sure that you've spent time resting in Him and spending time in His Word because everyone's going to come looking for you. Will you be prepared? Will you have enough um, uh, purpose and meaning in life to be about that purpose whenever God calls you to it? And so, um, yeah, I think that's something that I always remember is that everyone's looking for you. And uh, be prepared, be ready, because God has a plan. He has a purpose through your life each and every day. That's awesome. Thanks for hopping on here with us, man. Yeah, I, man. I appreciate it. That's always a good time to have special guests on here. Um, but yeah, guys, go out there, find rhythms of rest, and pursue your purpose with power. Uh, we stay up to date, uh, trinityoffairview.com slash events. We got a lot of things going on. It's the Christmas season. Today, it is Tuesday. We're getting it out a little bit late, but still tune in, and uh, we're super excited to have you guys on here. So if you've reached the end of this podcast, I tell you every time, scroll down, leave us a like, comment. I know all of you guys that out there, I couldn't give every one of you a shout out because there's too many of you, but I appreciate you all for being a part of this community, and uh, just stay up to date with what's going on here. It's Christmas time here at Trinity, so we got Candle and Carol, Bake Sale, we got you know it's Christmas services and New Year's services, so stay apart, stay active in your local church body. We'd love to have you be a part of us right here at Trinity of Fairview. So we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. See you guys.